to hear it. It's a Saturday. The weather is stunning today. It is. Compared to the last, what has it been, like three weeks of just solid, like, ugh. Especially the past few days. Like, it's just been muggy. It's been awful. Like, I've had the aircon running every single day. Like, I like to try and not use electricity if I can, you know, to save money and stuff. But the past three days, it has been on all day, nonstop. And I just don't regret it because, oh my God, it was disgusting. Well, because I work in an office all day. You, you don't really feel you it. You don't really leave, mm. right? So you're in. You come in in the morning and it's uncomfortable, mm. and you're in the office all day in aircon, and then I've been walking out in the afternoons <gasps> and it's like, oh, yeah, it's like being hit, yeah, with the humidity all at once. But you can literally off. grab it. Like yeah, it can, feels oh. like this is a this is a gross description, but it's soupy. Yes. Like you walk yes. out and you're like, ugh, I feel like I'm in soup. <laughs> I wish you guys could see Zara's reaction to the ugh. <laughs> <laughs> like a little crab. Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. All right. Well, do we have a funny share this week, miss? I actually I do, don't. I, I don't. Oh my God. I didn't, I didn't even think of this until now. I didn't now. do anything overly. Did I? I don't think I did. I don't know. I, I know I had one though, because I remember I messaged you about something. Uh, like when I did it, I was like, I'm so going to use this for a funny shirt. But now I actually just can't remember what I did. Well, we're boring. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing funny. Nothing has happened in our life. Nothing overly cringy <laughs> has happened this week. Yeah, well. No. So sorry. So sorry, guys. We'll think of that for next week. Um, <laughs> Surely something has happened. I mean, I was listening to Taylor Swift's re-recordings this morning while I was on the Stairmaster. That's That's, a vibe. That is a vibe. That's been our it life, made it, though. It made it better. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to lie. Listening I... to Taylor Swift's re-recordings oh. on the Stairmaster. What are your favourites so far? <gasps> oh, don't do this. Don't <laughs> do it. Oh, my God. I Did I tell you I was trying to listen to it at work yesterday? And I had to turn it off. Yeah, Because I that. wanted to absorb it all. Yep. Yeah, couldn't do it at work because I couldn't. wanted to scream. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> I actually prefer this version than yep. her first version. Yes. Like it's amazing. I listened to all too well. I haven't listened to the ten minute version one yet. Yeah, no I neither. I, I can't bring myself to do that just yet. I'm not mentally prepared, but I listened to I listened to it this morning. Oh yeah, it's so much better. Have you gotten to um, Treacherous? <gasps> no. Oh my god. Like, I've been listening to that on repeat. It's just amazing. And, um, oh, I even said it to you yesterday. I was like, oh, my God. Like, you'll get to this song. The moment I knew. Yes. Oh, I haven't gotten to it yet. Do you know, fun fact. And this no is one of Taylor Swift's no podcast, by the way. If you don't like Taylor Swift. Skip it. Just skip skip, it. skip this podcast. You're weird and skip it. <laughs> but um, do you know that The Moment I Knew mm. and 22 mm. are written about the same night? What? How shocking is that? Really? Yeah. The same night. 22 and... The moment I knew. So you know how sad the moment I knew is? Yeah. And And 22, the same night. That was written about the same night. Wild. How weird is that? Crazy. Mm -hmm. Like two completely different Two completely different parts. Wow. But yeah. We love Tay Tay. Oh, we love her so much. When she comes she back to Australia. Icon. Oh, yeah. We're going to come back to Australia. Or well, when she comes back to Australia, we're going to come back to Australia. <laughs> when we come back, <laughs> sitting in Brisbane. <laughs> when she comes back, I reckon we give her a week's fit shirt. Yeah. Like, we pay the extra to, like, meet her backstage. And we just give her a week's fit shirt and go... You probably don't like it, but... <laughs> you probably don't care and you'll probably never wear it. But yeah. please, can you just touch it? Yeah. <laughs> 
Anyways, that was a tangent. Yeah. But there you go. That can make you laugh, maybe. Yeah, maybe. If you're <laughs> obsessed with Taylor Swift just like us, well, there yeah. you go. If not, well... Sorry. Anyways. <laughs> you anyway. can't sit with us. <laughs> what are we um, talking about today, miss? Can you say that again? I fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about today, miss? Well, we are going to talk about coaches and how to actually find a good PT, how to find a good coach and all those things, because it has actually been a very big topic Mm -hmm. in general, not necessarily with me, but I always get uh, like overhear conversations or I see conversations online or like Q and A's and stuff Mm -hmm. of people being like, you know, how did you find a good coach? I even get asked the same question about my coach. Like, how did you find your coach? How did you find that? Well, how did you know that you were going to work well with him? Yeah. Because, you know, my coach and I, we do, we work very well together when, you know, he may not work as well with someone else. Mm-hmm. Same with me, with my clients. Like yeah. there are some people that we don't, just don't click and that's okay. Yeah. And they go off and do their own thing. But there are other clients that we just click so well. Yeah. And I don't know, I think it was just a really good idea to maybe talk about how to find a good coach that matches you, your values, helps you with your training, you know, all those types of things. But also isn't going to just use you for money or a, yeah. um, look at this person in eight weeks. She lost 20 kilos. Like, you know, how to know who are the bullshitters yeah. and who are the good actual quality coaches that you want to invest in. Yes. And it is important to know, you know, who is a good coach and who isn't because yeah. it can actually be quite dangerous, especially when you get into the bodybuilding world. Yeah. If you go with the wrong coach, you could potentially just stuff up all your hormones. Oh, Yeah. So. But even, like, having a coach with lifting and things like that, and unfortunately you see a lot of videos of people lifting in certain ways and their coaches be like, yeah, great job, keep going, keep going, keep pushing, and the person's form is completely mm-hmm. off. And by doing that, you could really injure someone. 100%. Like, you could completely ruin them. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's very scary to see. <laughs> By the way, this is not a plug-in for me being the best coach or anything like that. Like, I just no, wanted to put that no. out there before we get into this episode because I know there's going to be someone who's like, oh, Sam's going to think she's the best coach ever. No, that is not what this is about. This is no. just about, in general, how do you find a good coach? Because I had to find a coach. Zara had to find a coach. We've all had to find a coach. Or maybe you've had to change coaches. Mm-hmm. And if you've had to change coaches, that's okay too. Yeah. But okay, where do you go next? What do you do? Yeah. Um, and how do I avoid the PT that's going to, you know, encourage me to do the wrong technique or the wrong foods or whatever it might be? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I guess, Zara, how did you find your coach? Me. But how did you decide, okay, Sam's going to be my coach? Because let's be honest, you could have chosen anyone. You didn't have to choose me just no. because I was your mate. No. Like, you could have literally... Gone elsewhere, exactly. Um, I really liked about your coaching that you took people for all different sorts of things. You took people who just wanted to build muscle, you took people who wanted to lose weight, who wanted to put on weight and things like that. And I really liked that because I felt like, even though it was only earlier this year when I joined with you... I wasn't seeing a lot of coaches who were doing different goals. Mm. It was just losing weight. It was very generic. It was either lose weight or tone up. Like, they didn't do both. They only did one kind of thing. Yeah, I get what you mean. So, it was... I really liked that. And I really liked that you didn't promote, we're eating 1,200 calories. And that's it. Mm. And this is what all my girls do. They all have 1,200 calories. 
because that will work for everyone. That's what I really liked. And that's why I went with you. You were going to be fed. I was like, I don't want to be hungry. That doesn't sound like a fun time. So before you joined me, did you have certain values that you kind of looked for in a PT or looked for in a coach, regardless of me, just certain core values that you were like, I need a coach that does this or matches this value Mm. or that kind of stuff? I wanted a coach who wasn't going to not shame me, but I guess in a way of being like, oh, you shouldn't have, you shouldn't have had fun with your friends this weekend. Mm. You shouldn't have eaten blah, whatever it is. You shouldn't have, you know, those sorts of coaches. And you do see that, unfortunately. It's just sad that those coaches are in the industry. Those are the coaches that ruin (laughs) the industry though. Like they make people feel bad for eating a freaking pizza. Yeah. And Jordan is calling me. Please hold. Please hold everybody. <laughs> it is unfortunate, though, that the fitness industry does have those types of coaches. Like, they'll make oh, you yeah. feel guilty for eating a pizza. Yeah. Or they'll make you feel guilty for just being a human being. And you just look at them and go, what happened to you to make you yeah. feel that way? Or who who trained you? Mm. Because to be a PT, it's not as if you can just be like, I'm a PT. Yes. Yeah. your you learn... Sorry, you get a cert from somewhere mm. and you're generally mentored in a way, I it, guess. It depends. Like, that's, a, that's the crap thing about the industry. Like, if you don't take your studying seriously, right, mm-hmm. you'll be the worst PT ever. Yeah. Meaning, like, when you're online, you have to go and get mentored and you have to go in an um, actual gym and work there as, like, a little side kick yeah. person to a PT. But then again, yes, you could take that seriously, but you could be with a PT who doesn't necessarily know much, right? So there's that factor. So if you're being mentored by someone, you're Mm -hmm. obviously going to be like, oh, well, this is what they always did, so I'm going to... Yeah. Yeah. And then also when it comes to -to face-to-face learning, you could have a lecturer that doesn't really give a shit, right? Right. Or you could be in the class and the lecturer will literally do the work for you almost. Oh, and you don't learn... No, no. And, like, there, there are many different places, and I don't want to badmouth one place or whatever, or no. one... Yeah. Everywhere is different. I've been to... I did it online. I did it at school. I did it face-to-face. Like, I've seen all three. And the best that I honestly did was in school. Oh. That was my favourite, because my teacher at the time actually gave a shit. Right. Yeah. And he actually... Like, if you did something wrong, he was like, oh, look, probably not. Well, that's good. Like, he was just really good, and he actually took our um, prac seriously. Um, like, if you weren't doing something correctly in prac, he would pull you up on it. And he'd be like, look, you could probably do that better. And it's like, oh, yeah, okay, cool. Oh, so he didn't just be like, no, I don't really care. Yeah, exactly. When right. at the course that I did face-to-face, I felt like the like he was good, but I felt like he was almost giving us the answer without us trying to figure it out ourselves. Yeah. Like, and, you that, don't, and you don't learn that way. Yeah, and I feel like the only reason I knew stuff is because I was working in F45 at the time. So I had already had that experience of face-to-face. Right. So I didn't need much help in that space. But I literally would watch people in this gym who had no idea what they were doing, had no idea how to tech cue someone, no idea what exercises to do. Mm-hmm. And you would just watch them and go, oh my God, we finished this course in two weeks. And you don't even know what equipment to use or how to use it in the gym. Does that kind of make sense? Like, so I feel like a lot of people go, oh, like PTs, you know, they have all this experience in the gym and they know everything and all that. When really 
No. That's not necessarily true. Exactly. Especially PTs who study online. You know, if they have a mate who's a PT, they can just sign off their prac. Yeah. It's not... You can't see my face right now, but (laughs) I had a horrified face. Yeah. Yeah. It's not the greatest. No. Yeah. That's the sad thing about the industry. Yeah. So, obviously, with that in mind, there are going to be PTs out there who aren't the best. But that's the same for every industry. Like, there's going to be accountants who probably aren't the best. Yeah. There's going to be lawyers who aren't the best. But I guess it just depends on their passion for it. And yeah. also their experience in the industry themselves before even becoming a PT, their oh, yeah. story, all of those things. And, yeah, just those types of things. So, But how did you pick your coach, Miss? Was I was point? very picky. Mm. Like, I'm just a picky person in general. But, <laughs> but um, before I was with Tim... Um, I never had a PT. I yeah. never had a trainer. I never had anyone. I just had Tom, who was my dietitian. I was working really close with at the time. That was it. Yep. Um, and I just did my own training. Um, and then when I was looking for a PT or a coach as such, mm-hmm. because I'd worked with Tom for so long in the food side of things, I was very big on someone who wasn't going to starve me, right? Who wasn't going to drop me on X amount of calories going into show just for the sake of it. Right. Because I knew how much I could eat from Tom. Yeah. Right. So I think Tom got me up to over 3000 calories. Mm -hmm. So I knew that I could eat a lot and still lose weight. So I was very hesitant on that side of things. And I always knew in my gut that if I chose a coach and they put me on 900 calories, for example, I would leave. Yeah. Because can you imagine how hungry you could be? Exactly. Like just as a backstory, Tim had me on 1900 going into my national show. That's the lowest I got to. Yeah. I didn't go any lower than that. So, yeah, it was just kind of like, you know, you would see people around and they'd be my height and they'd be on 900 calories. Mm. And it was like, look, that's not a bad reflection of you or your coach or whatever, but that's just not me. So sorry. I hear the dogs. (laughs) The dogs are having a great time outside. Best boyfriends. Um, but yes, yeah, so that was one. I didn't want a coach to starve me. Yeah. Um, I also wanted a coach to respect my values when it came to steroid use and all those things. Yeah. I wanted a more holistic approach and he's always respected that. Like obviously in bodybuilding, you question it, that you kind of go, should I? Yeah. Should I be on this? Should I be on that? Because you hear all these other stories of other people being on it. And whenever I question it to him, he's like, no, remember your values. You want to be natural like he takes me back to my own yeah yeah like he he always takes me back to my grounding and someone who actually genuinely cares about my well-being as a human yeah you know generally a big one yeah like um tim and i's first goal was to get my period back which from a male yeah was a pretty big thing like i don't know i was just kind of like wow this is actually really cool like Mm. to have someone who cares about my period just as much as me yeah because you losing your period as a woman mm. is a very big health concern. Exactly. And I think not enough people realize that. Like, mm. if your period disappears because you're over-exercising and over-dieting, that's a big red flag from your body. Well, it's pretty much your body saying, we don't have enough energy here to hold a child yep. or to grow a child. So we're just going to yep. shut down. Catch yep. you later. We're flat out looking after ourselves right now, much yep. less try and yep. reproduce. That's pretty much what your body's saying. Yeah. And so when I got to that point, 
Mm. Well, you know, I can't even hold a child in me. Mm. Hence why I am on this earth. Like, you know, because females are... Biologically, yeah, that's what your body's Like, that is what my body is made to do. My body is made to hold a child inside of me, Mm. right? And so my body couldn't even do that. It's sole purpose. Yeah. So with that in mind, it was our first thing. It was like, we don't care how much weight you put on, you just need to freaking get your period back first. Yeah. And then we, you know, worried about everything else. Yeah. Right? Um, so yeah, that was a very big thing for me. I, I knew that was his approach before I even started my prep with him. Like I, I knew that he was very big on my health, general well-being, mental health as well. He yeah. always checked in on me with my mental health. Um, just sent me a message being like, Hey, are you okay? Is everything all good? How are you feeling today? Like just little good. things like that. He just genuinely cared about, you yeah. know? Um, and obviously he knows his shit when it comes oh, to yeah. training. So that was obviously a big like, Oh yeah, cool. Mm. But yeah. That's why I chose Tim, but obviously, just because I chose Tim doesn't mean you have to choose Tim. No, this isn't like, a yeah, this isn't a plug for Tim. For Tim. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> or Tim. <laughs> um, or anything like that. This is just our experience with finding a coach and finding a decent coach. So I think that's the first step, though. Like figuring out what your values are as an athlete, or you know, going to the gym, looking mm. for a PT in general. Yeah. What are your core beliefs and values? Because as I said. My main one was I didn't want to be starving, but also yep. I didn't want to be using steroids. They were my two core beliefs. And if I ever had a coach who was like, well, we've got to get you on this, or we've got to put you on at 900 calories, then it was going to be a big fat no. Yep. So maybe your core values are, um, I'm a vegan, for example. Yep. Well, obviously you're not going to go with a coach who's going to force you to not be a vegan because that's your values and that's your beliefs. Yeah. They should respect you for your values and beliefs they shouldn't be making you do anything else yeah they shouldn't be making you feel bad or guilty for whatever your beliefs are yeah um so yeah i think that's what you need to do first before you even consider okay which coach do i look at you need to sit down and write okay these are my core beliefs and values and what i'm looking for in a coach and then you take that next step into okay now which coaches do this for me yeah who aligns with what i believe Mm. in yeah exactly but also on that note if you're getting to your goals part of that session with yourself and you come to where it's like, oh, I'm just looking for someone for food. Like, I don't actually need help in the gym. I need help with food. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, then don't go and get a PT. No. Get a dietitian or a nutritionist. You don't need a PT to tell you food. They're, they're no. actually not qualified to and tell th- you anything about food. I think that's what a lot of people don't realise mm. as just like an everyday person who's not a PT or not in the fitness industry a PT is not qualified to give you this is like like step by step this is what you should be eating unless they have a certificate in yes. nutrition that's different yep. but that's because they've done that extra study in that yep. area but yeah no if they are just a personal trainer and they have nothing else like even if they're a bodybuilder who cares no they still mean cannot tell you what to consume each day. They can give you advice. Yeah. And that's the thing. And I think your PT, if they are giving you advice on what you are eating, they need to make it very clear. This is advice. Mm. This is my advice. But, yeah, like you said, if you want help with food and you want help with nutrition, go to a nutritionist, go to a dietitian, Mm -hmm. or go to a PT who has their certs in nutrition. Yeah. But, yeah, don't just go to a PT at your gym. Mm. And be like, hey, tell me what to eat. Yeah. Because they're not qualified. They can 
give you like a little it's like under the australian guidelines which all pts know what is under the australian guidelines and what isn't Mm. um but they cannot give you a flat out meal plan no at all unless a nutritionist or a dietitian made it that's a different story yeah but they cannot just sit there and write you a meal plan if they have no other certificate certificates or qualifications or whatever yes so i think that's also an important thing about finding a Mm. good PT and a good coach and things like that is sometimes you do have to check their certifications. Yeah. In saying that though, PTs can still say, oh, like, have you eaten before you trained today? Yeah. Or like, or maybe you should have like a banana or something. Like they can give you ideas. Once again, PTs know what they can and can't do. Like we all know this. We all, you know, it was like embedded in our brain in every single course that I did. Right. They made it very clear what we can and can't do. Um, but no, you cannot go to a PT and say, Hey, give me a meal plan. Like I receive inquiries all the time and say, Hey, I'm not looking, I'm not really looking for coaching, but like, I'm just looking for a meal plan. And I say to them, no, I, I'm not. <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah. But it's like, I'm not here to give you a meal plan. I'm, I'm a PT mm. who's studying nutrition, who will soon be a qualified sports nutritionist, but I'm not that yet. No. And just be- like, I'm not going to give you a actual full meal plan when I'm not that yet. Yeah. Right? Um, so yeah, that's a definite, definitely make sure that what you're signing up for, I guess, is the coach that you're going to. Yeah. Like if you want to be a strength, not strength. I always say that like a strength lifter. That's not what it is. A strength lifter? Like a power lifter. Well, then you're not going to go to a bodybuilding coach. No. (laughs) Those are two very different things. Unless they do both, because some PTs can do both. But, you know, that's probably our next point, which is if you are going to find a coach, Find someone who niches in that area of what you're trying to do. Like, as Zara said, she came to me because I niched in that certain area that she wanted. Mm -hmm. She wouldn't have gone to a bodybuilding person, like a bodybuilding coach, because that's that's not what her goal was at the time. No. Or a powerlifting coach or something like that, because that wasn't my goals. Mm. But yeah, if you are looking at getting into powerlifting you need to find a powerlifting coach because they coach completely different to just a lifestyle PT Mm -hmm. for obvious reasons because that's your goals and that's what you're looking to achieve. Yeah. yeah. And when you're trying to find someone in that niche, look for their results. Yeah, definitely. In that niche. Don't go looking at their page and going, oh yeah, this powerlifting, you know, coach has really great powerlifting results but no bikini results. But I'm yeah. still going to go with them for bikini. Yeah, like, no, no, don't do that. Exactly. Don't do not do that to yourself. No. Right? And majority of the time, there are PTs out there who go, I haven't dealt with a bikini athlete before, but yeah, I'll give it a red hot crack. There are PTs out there who do that, right? And have no idea about bikini, for example. Stressful. So that's something that you've got to be careful about as well, making sure that you're actually finding someone who has results in that area that you mm. are trying to get better in. Another thing is when you do start with a particular coach for whatever it is um, and they make you feel guilty Mm. for not hitting the results that they'd prefer that you hit, for going out with your friends on the weekend, for X, Y, Z, whatever it is, I don't think that it's right for a PT to guilt you into results, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I've had many cases Mm. with inquiries where they say they're leaving their PT Mm -hmm. because their PT is making them feel guilty for things and making them feel like 
eating out is a bad thing and they're not a human being. And then they meet one of the Wixfit girls and it's a completely different story at Wixfit. And they're just like, wait, what do you mean you get to eat pizza? You mean or, you get to go out with your friends on yeah, the weekends? Like, or what do you mean you get to have Christmas and not restrict your food? Like, oh, it's geez. just crazy for them. And then when we have that first conversation of what Wixfit is about, especially, mm. you know, being a human, all those types of things, they're just mind blown. Or they might message me and say, hey, like, I've got a wedding on the weekend. Um, what do you want me to do about it? And I just say, you just, you enjoy the wedding. Yeah. You go to the wedding, you enjoy it, Mm -hmm. you're a human being, Mm -hmm. and then you, what is it, Zara? Get back on track. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Say it with us, folks. (laughs) Wild concept, that is. I'm pretty sure we made a podcast about that whole side of things, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you just got to get back on track. That's all it is. Mm. Um, and I am very against the whole restricting your calories all day so that you have more calories to utilize when you go out for dinner. Don't do Don't that do to that. yourself. We've, we've literally gone into that in another episode, which yeah. we will link below in the show notes. So if you do yeah. want to listen to that one, have a listen. We dive deep into eating and events and getting back on track and what that looks like. Yeah. Um, but to kind of glimpse, glimpse over it, is that... Glaze over it. Glaze over it. Whatever. I'm looking for a certain word, but I'm not getting the word. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, like there are PTs out there who will tell you, oh, well, you know, if you don't have to go, don't go. Or maybe eat before you go so then you're not hungry. If you're going to drink, stick to no sugar drinks or low calorie drinks or don't drink at all. Um, And then if they do you know, drinking, you know, stuff up in air quotation marks. Yeah. Then they go, like, they make them feel bad for their ah. results. Oh, the dog goes around it again. <laughs> Just exactly like, stop. Um, yeah, exactly. And there, unfortunately, there are coaches that do guilt their clients after they've had fun. Or even I've heard of people who have been guilted by their PTs for not hitting results the way they want them to. Mm. So you're not... You're not building the way I want you to. You're not hitting these targets by the certain exact dates that I want you to. And if you're just doing PT from a lifestyle point of view, so you're just, you know, I want to be a bit healthier, I want to eat healthier, I want to make healthier choices, why is your PT guilting you about not being able to lift a certain weight by a certain date? Yep. Yep. And that should be a huge red flag. And if anything, like... I don't know, in my personal experience with that style of training, Mm. you know, you've got to put a lot of things into perspective, especially being females. Where are they in their menstrual cycle? Yeah. If they are in a certain point in their menstrual cycle, then 100% they're not going to hit that PB that day. (laughs) No. Did they have shit sleep? Yeah. Did they maybe not eat enough? Are they not eating enough? Mm. Maybe have they not been training as hard as they thought? Maybe that's a conversation that you need to have with a client or... Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm talking about how to be a PT. <laughs> um, but no, like, like there are many different factors. And unfortunately, there are lots of PTs that go, well, it's your fault. It's your fault that you didn't hit it. And it's like, well, hang on a second. Steady on. Like, look at everything that could possibly be happening right now. Yeah. Like with you girls, if we have a certain, maybe they're doing like a wedge shred or they're doing, you know, a birthday shred or whatever. If something doesn't add up in the way that I thought it was going to, I take full responsibility. That's my problem. That's not your problem. That's mine. Mm -hmm. And that's how your coach should be reacting. They should never, ever put it on their client. No. Because this is kind of the thing that um, I heard in the bodybuilding world. And I was like, whoa, 
like that resonates with me so much. So I'm the PT, you're my client, mm-hmm. right? As a client, it's your job to do as I tell you to. Yes, right? that's correct, yes. And you go out and you do as I tell you to. Yes. You don't go around and do extra reps or don't do those extra reps I told you to do or eat different foods or whatever. No, I do step by step what you tell me Exactly. To do. And yeah. if you do have an event, you just make me aware of it. And I'm like, okay, yeah, cool. Awesome. Yeah. Right? Or if your period's coming or it has been here or whatever, you make me aware of it. Mm-hmm. Right? And then as a coach, it is my job to tell you what to do. And it's my job to stress about your results. Yeah. And if we don't get the results that we said, that's not you. That's me. Mm. Unless something on the client's end isn't working. Yeah. You know, the client's actually not being consistent. The client's keeping secrets from you. They're Mm. doing extra cardio. Mm. They're doing um, different types of training. Mm. Um, Their period hasn't been around for months on end. Like, that's the client's fault in that situation. But as a... Exactly. That's different. And I understand where some PTs can get the fine line confused with. Mm. But as a PT and as a coach... It is my job to stress about your results if I know for a fact that you're doing everything that I'm telling you to. So in that situation where you haven't hit a PB on a certain day or whatever, okay, you've done everything I've told you to do yeah, and you haven't hit that PB today, what have I done wrong as a coach? Yeah. Where did I stuff up? Or what have I missed? What's happened that we weren't expecting, period, for example, or like all those types of things. And if your coach isn't doing that and taking on responsibility for what you haven't achieved mm. where, when they promised you that, well, then that's a sign of a bad coach. Yeah. If they're making everything your fault, well, no, it takes two to tango. Yeah. If you're both doing your roles and you're not keeping secrets from your PT and all those things, then it's the PT's fault. Yeah. As in, not fault, but they need to reassess. Yep. They need to go back to the books and have a look at what they've stuffed up, right? Yeah. That's what any good coach does. And I'm sick of seeing coaches online <laughs> <laughs> being like, oh, it's not our fault. It's your fault for not being con- um, inconsistent. Blah, blah, blah. Well, no, you should have called them on that ages ago. Yeah. Not when it got to the time frame that you said we will have X, Y, Z results by this date. Mm. You knew that they weren't being completely honest with you for the last four weeks, but you've left it until the results were shown and it wasn't what you promised and that's when you pull them up. Yeah. That's not right. But then also, good PTs should be able to see that from a mile away. Yeah. They should be able to know, okay, they're doing extra cardio or their period hasn't come yet or something like that, for example. Mm. One of my clients, she was off doing extra steps and tried to keep it, like, not a secret from me, but I don't think she felt like she had to tell me. Right. And then, yep, stats didn't add up, things weren't working out, and I was like, all right, I need you to tell me how many steps you did each day because this is the only thing that I can think of that would cause this reaction. And then when she told me, I was like, well, there's the answer. Yeah. You are doing 10,000 steps more than what I've told you to do. Yeah. 100% that's going to make you hold weight retention, all that kind of oh, stuff. Oh, absolutely. So that's just an example. But this is why if your coach is making you feel guilty for going out on the weekend, mm-hmm. Obviously, you're not going out every weekend. Like, no. that, that, there's, there's a fine line here. But if you're not going out every week and you just have this one event and you're like, hey, like, I have an event on the weekend and they say, oh, we'll eat before you go, try to not drink much, try to stay healthy, mm. and you're not in a shred or whatever, that's 
probably not the right PT for you or coach. Yeah, definitely. And I think when you're also in saying that, like keeping secrets from your coach and things like that, I think once you do have a coach, if you're not trusting your PT, I think you really need to look at why don't you trust them? Is it, is it because you previously had a coach who was a bit crappy and now that sort of scarred you in a way? Or are you not trusting them because there are certain red flags and you're a bit like, mm, I don't really trust what you're saying. And if you're looking at your PT and the things that they're telling you, you're being like, mm, I don't really trust you. I don't really think you're right. That sort of says something to you as well. Yeah. But if you're not confident enough to question your PT on things as well, mm. well then, are, are you with the right coach? Like, should you relook at coaches yeah. and think, hmm, maybe we're just not vibing? And that's okay. Yeah, like, that happens. Yeah, Your exactly. People. You can't just expect to get along with someone. It sometimes no. doesn't work. Um, yeah. But yeah, no. Your, your PT should never make you feel like you can't trust them. No. You should be able to trust them with your life. Right? Yeah. Like, your health is in their hands. But what are the red flags of a coach, Zara? Oh. In our opinion, maybe. In, yeah, in our personal opinion. Um, <laughs> I think if you have a coach that, or you see a coach that you're looking into maybe joining with, and you notice that everybody they have is sort of on the same amount of calories, or like the same <laughs> sort of quote-unquote diet plan, so everyone seems to be eating the exact same thing at the exact same amount of calories. Red flag. Massive red flag. Because <laughs> everyone's different. Everyone's body yeah. is different. I have a client on 3,900 calories and then I have a client on 1,100 calories. Yeah. Because they are completely different. different. This 1,100 calories is, she's, she's tiny, like 140 centimetres right oh God, she's, she's she is she is tiny <laughs> but she's also li- like she's just little yeah but then the person on 3900 is taller than me jesus i'm 175 <laughs> centi- no 178 centimeters sorry she's in like the 180s oh wow she's and she's really still tall. losing weight on 3900 yeah so you know obviously you cannot put that person on 1100 but then you can't put this person over here on 3900 you no. just can't so, yes, exactly what you just said. If you have a coach that's putting everyone on the same calories, red flag. Massive red flag. Mm-hmm. What's another one, Miss? Oh, communication. Oh. Yeah. Yep. If you have a coach who ignores you, not ignores you, but, like, doesn't really check up on you or yeah, really communicate with you properly about things or... You know, just general communication. Yeah. Red flag. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, we do FaceTime for all of our girls, which I find helps a lot more because I can actually look at them and tell them what I'm trying to say, but also show them. Well, also in someone's face generally when you're talking, if you're explaining something, you can generally see in someone's face when they're not picking it, like they're not fully grasping what you're saying. Yeah. Yes. Just what I've noticed. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No. Hundred percent. And like, I always triple check that the girls yeah. understand what I'm trying to tell them. Like, there are days where I'm like, "Are you sure?" Because in their face, they just don't look like they know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And I'm like, "No. Like, seriously, do you have any questions? Please ask me. Don't, yeah. you know, feel like you can't ask me things during the week. Like, I make that very clear that they can always reach out to me, and I am approachable 
yeah. all those things. But if you have a PT who's like, oh, no, nah, don't talk to me during the week. I'll get to you on check-in day. Um, yeah, we only talk on check-in days. Yeah, no, no, no. If you have a question, you message me and I will answer your question. Yeah. I'm not going to make you wait a whole week. Like, What if you're hungry? All week. What if you're genuinely hungry and the 2,000 calories, you're, you're starving? I don't want you to wait a whole week to no. ask me if I should increase my calories. Just message me. Yeah. Just say, oh, Sam, I'm really, really hungry. hungry and I don't know what's going on. I'll say, okay, weigh yourself tomorrow. Set it through. Yep. And I'll have a look and I'll tell them what to do by then. Mm-hmm. Do we increase? Do we lower? What do we do? Obviously, mm-hmm. probably increase in that situation. Or is your period coming? Yep. I like to answer it then. Whenever I have someone that goes, oh, I just didn't want to bother you. I'm like, no, please just message me sooner rather well, than later. Because I remember when we were doing the shred. Mm. I messaged you one day, just like a, I didn't think anything of it. I just thought it was a ha-ha thing because I was in (laughs) a calorie deficit. I messaged Sam and was like, lol, everything feels so heavy on my leg day. Like I could, I can normally, my max leg press at the moment is like 120. That day I could only leg press like 50 kilos. Which is a red flag to me. Yeah. When she wrote this, I was like, Oh, alarm bells everywhere. But I was just like, haha, this is so funny. So I messaged Sam being like, lol, everything feels so heavy today. Haha. I immediately got a message back from Sam being like, are you hungry? I was like, hmm? oh, why are we stressing? And I was like, oh, yeah, a little bit. And then she was like, you need to weigh yourself for me today. I need to know. Yeah. And we found out that like through being able to message you, that my body was going into stress and being like, Mm-mm, yeah, like, this is too low. This. this is too low. Yeah. Yeah. And if Zara had left it and not told me until the week later, God, who knows what would have happened? Oh yeah. Like, yeah. Cause the last thing I want is for you to faint. I don't want <laughs> you to you? faint. I don't want you to no. feel like you can't lift or like injure yourself or whatever. Yeah. So as soon as Zara messaged me that, I was like, I'm on it straight away. Like I need to know exactly what's going on. Here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, if you can't communicate with your coach or they can't communicate with you, yeah, red flag. Massive. But even like girls send me um, their technique videos and go like, oh, like, am I doing this right? Am I not doing this right? Like, help. And I'd rather them do that than not do it properly. Mm-hmm. You're not bothering me. You're paying me for a service. Yeah. Like, don't you need to feel... get your money's worth. Exactly. Don't feel like that messaging me and contacting me is a drainer or a... Mm-hmm. Oh, like, I don't want to, you know, stress Sam out. Like, no, you pay me to do this. Yeah. Message this me. is my job. Exactly. And, yeah. like, I remember having someone be like, I'm so sorry to bother you, but, you know, is my squad okay? I just wanted to make sure. And I was like, please don't apologize for that ever again. Yeah. Like, just send it to me, please. Like, it's lovely that you did. Like, that's really nice. Yeah. But, like you said, it's your job. Yeah, exactly. That's why you pay me. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you're paying for. So if your coach is making you feel guilty for that, which is another thing again making you feel guilty for communicating them or, you know, messaging them or asking for feedback or whatever. Red flag. Red flag. Goodbye. Goodbye. In the bin. <laughs> In the bin. Um, um, what's another red flag? Okay, I got one. Okay. If everyone around, okay, not everyone, but if your friends who also go to the gym around you are telling you like, oh, hey Ben, your technique looks a little bit funny. But your coach is being like, no, it looks fine. No, it looks fine. No, it looks fine. But everyone else is sort of being a bit like, "Mm, Mm. your technique looks a bit off there, dull. Maybe, just maybe, that might be a red flag to you. Yeah, 100%. Or if you question your PT Mm. and they say, no, everything's right, but you feel like something's wrong. 
Like for example, lower back pain. <gasps> okay, well, why is your lower back sore? If your PT can't figure that out and they don't send you to a physio or whatever, red flag. Yeah. And I think that I see it most with people at the gym deadlifting mm-hmm. and rounding off. Mm-hmm. If after a deadlift, your lower back hurts, <laughs> yep, there's a problem. Because there's a difference between like muscular fatigue because you do technically use your back muscles in oh, a deadlift. Yeah. So I do understand there's some confusion about this. There's a difference between muscular fatigue to a sore back. Yep. And you know the difference. And you know the difference. You know exactly what the difference is. Like, you'll happily get out of bed. Oh, right? Yeah. Without a sore back, right? When if your back's sore, you're like, oh shit. It's hard to do things with exactly. a sore back. Exactly. Um, so yes, big red flag on yes. that one. Just technique in general. If you're just yeah. un- if you're in general unsure about this technique that they're getting you to do, red flag. Mm-hmm. You should be confident in your PT with yep. that. And if your PT says to you, no man, technique's great, you're looking awesome everything's tracking well you should be able to be like yes you should have muscle fatigue and be like oh my muscles hurt but other than having sore muscles i feel fine but Mm. if you walk away from an exercise after your pt said no looks fine looks great you look awesome and you're walking away and certain parts of your body hurt Mm. red flag yeah another red flag this is mainly for the bodybuilder people that listen hell yeah (laughs) now as i said i'm a natural athlete so this, you know, might come across a bit uh, to some people who might use. I don't know. But I don't care if you use, okay? I genuinely just don't care. Don't care. <laughs> just need to get that out there. Um, but if your coach... Look, let's say you're brand new into bodybuilding, okay? Because I, I do know there are new bikini athletes and other athletes who are listening. Mm-hmm. And your coach tries to get you an XYZ straight away, red flag. Right. Because let's say... Okay. Just in general as well, if your coach is trying to get you on X, Y, Z and you've just started in the gym and you're young, red flag. Red flag, yeah. You haven't even given your body the chance to develop muscle. You haven't even given your body the chance to actually see how you go naturally first, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Why are you looking down that path? Red flag. Obviously, your coach should be able to have that conversation with you if that is a question of yours. Yeah. But that's a different story. And that's the thing as well. If... Again, I'm not a bodybuilder, but <laughs> but you having that question for yourself and someone else not forcing that question on you, but really pushing it are two very different things. Mm-hmm. If you have that question and your coach is more than happy to answer it for you, that's different to someone sort of planting a seed and very mm-hmm. slowly pushing to you mm-hmm. that you should get on something. Again, yeah. we don't care if you are more power yeah. to you. But just never feel forced. No, never feel. No one should force you to do anything. Like I said earlier, like you know, I I have questioned it. Hundred percent. It's a question that everyone questions themselves, right? Yeah. And it was just no. You don't need to. Like you shouldn't feel like you need to. You shouldn't feel like you are forced or peer pressure just because everyone else is doing it or because probably a bad coach is trying to get you on something. If you, this come back, this comes back to your values. If your values are saying, look, like I just really don't want to do that. Then don't. Yep. It's just like someone who doesn't want to drink. You're not going to force them to drink. Are you? No, exactly. Same thing. Mm-hmm. If you feel forced, red flag. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Same with vegan. 
if your coach is trying to force you to eat meat and you're a vegan, red, red flag. flag. <laughs> mm-hmm. Definitely. I'm not vegan. But I know if I was a vegan and I had a coach trying to tell me to eat meat... I'd yeah, you'd feel finger. a certain type of way about that. I'd give him the finger. I'd be mm. like, stuff you, I'm a vegan. Don't yep. tell me what to do. Yep. Right? And your coach should respect your whatever your choices are in life, whether mm. you are vegan or you're um, wanting to take certain things or whatever your coach should be able to respect that and be able to cater your programming for that mm-hmm. and not be like, mm. if again, the vegan one's an easy example. Mm. No, I really should feel like you should, you should be eating meat. And if they constantly push that, no, no, in the bin, in the bin. <laughs> Are there any other red flags? I don't think so. I think those are big ones. Mm. Yeah. They'd be small ones, I'd imagine, but... Yeah, they're probably the main big red flags, though. Mm. Yeah. All right. All righty, miss. I think that's all. I really can't think of anything else that we can really talk about when it comes to bad coaches and all those things. Um, Well, how to know the difference between a good coach and bad coach, really. Um, But we do have a treat for our podcast listeners. Oh, yes. Very exciting stuff. So obviously we've been talking about coaching and if you guys are interested in joining Wixfit, once again, this is not a plug-in. No. But if the interest is there, <laughs> it's so a plug-in, I, I can't. I was going to say, it's hard, not to, it's hard not to make it sound like one. Yeah, but, but whatever. Don't judge me. Don't at me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't at me. Um, but if you would like to join the Wixfit squad, we actually do have a discount code for our Project Upgrade listeners. So if you go into our bio and you select the link there to join Wixfit and you use the discount code podcast 10, you'll get 10% off your membership. We just wanted to give something back to all of our listeners because we do know that a lot of people are interested in joining Wixfit. We just wanted to give that little treat there just yeah. in case. I thank yeah. you for listening to us. Yeah. Yeah, it's exactly. Very nice. Yeah. So yeah, if you're interested to join the squad, but you're unsure, feel free to send us an inquiry. We will mm-hmm. be in contact with you ASAP. Um, but once again, this is not a plug-in. So if I'm not the coach for you, you don't have to come to me. You can yeah. find another coach. <laughs> the discount code will not work for other people, but... <laughs> Just for Wixfit. Yes, yes. Um, but I think that's all today. I think that is. Oh, how long was that? 50 minutes. That's a record, as in like shorter times for us. Yeah, normally we ramble a little bit. Just a bit too long sometimes. Um, but as always if you would like to follow me on Instagram I'm at underscore Samantha Wicks and I'm at Zabar14 and our podcast one is Project Upgrade Podcast make sure you send through your funny shares I didn't even look if we had any funny shares from people I feel so bad about that so sorry people so sorry but if you are listening to us take a screenshot post it onto your stories or show us what you're doing like are you actually walking maybe not while you're driving but what do people do while they listen to our podcast? I don't actually know. No, I don't know either. What are you doing right now? Yeah, what are you doing <laughs> while you're listening to us? Are you drinking coffee? Are you setting up your Christmas tree? What are you doing? What's the go? Take a Let photo of it. Tag us. I want to see. Absolutely. I reckon more people will be on a walk. What do you reckon? I reckon. I reckon on a walk. Walk? Mm. Mm. If you were driving, do not take a photo please while you're do driving. Not. Please be safe. <laughs> Unless you are parked different stories parked in a car park safe <laughs> you are allowed to take a photo <laughs> <laughs> all right but we will be back in your ears next week 
Goodbye, miss. Goodbye, miss.